in a world where acting weird isn't professional. We're just two girls trying to act normal. We have a fun little interjection before our next episode here. Woo-woo. We got some listener stories. We do. This is so exciting. <laughs> we get to extend spookiness even further. That's like our favorite. Yeah, we're in November now, but we're spooking it up. Spooky. Let's keep it going. Yeah. So we got a few stories, right? What do we got? Yeah. So we have a couple stories from Maddie, um, who is a friend of the pod, which is so exciting. Um, just a shout out to Maddie. She also has a podcast. She is a co-host for the Oh God pod, which will be premiering on December 10th. So look them up um, on Instagram and give them a listen because we love supporting other people. Yeah. Friends um, of the pod. Yeah. Maddie has a bunch of stories, um, but I'm going to share one that she says this is the scariest one. Okay. All right. I haven't read this, so we're going to get both of our genuine reactions okay great i'm ready to get scared okay okay so she starts with in all caps this oh. is my scariest one. Oh, really really it's, starting out strong here's the thing if it's not scary maddie maddie because she's already set the bar high she did and it keeps getting set higher she says it's seriously bly manor or hill house haunting shit which i have never seen those shows and i will never but i'm already spooked <laughs> if it doesn't top two pil- pilgrim children in a mirror get out of here i'm kidding (laughs) okay so she says in middle school i had a friend who was who i was very close with her friend or her parents went through a really rough patch and her home life was negative so she started staying at my house that's so nice she would tell me that the energy in her home was off and that she felt like something watched her sleep when she was in her room alone all the time um i wonder if this friend can still feel energy because that's like scary yeah that's like that psych lady oh you remember that show yes thank you like what is it like the new jersey medium or something oh no i'm talking about medium the one where she helps the cops (laughs) we were on different pages there okay okay she says one night i was at her place and we were taking pics and i promise you every photo had an orb in it every one and this was middle school so you know we took like 400 picks there are a lot of explanations for orbs though <laughs> i get i get sketchy i get a uh, skeptical of the orb stuff um i personally haven't seen one so i mean i don't know you haven't watched those like ghost shows where they oh show yeah them? i mean That's i'm I mean. just saying personally i've yeah. never experienced one but like lighting wise there's like explanations for why there are orbs in yeah photos yeah true like a dust bunny or something yeah something's get, too like, close flash to the lens or whatever yeah, yeah. So she says, eventually her parents reconciled and the energy at her house went back to normal. Oh. Whoa. Okay. Around that time, though, my home dynamic got rough and my mom and stepdad started to separate. One night, I was upstairs by myself with our German shepherd, Roscoe. I was in a chair in our living room that faced down the hall into my bedroom. It was a straight shot. Roscoe was well-trained and he knew he wasn't allowed on the furniture. For whatever reason, he suddenly shot up and started hardcore growling and barking at my bedroom door. Absolutely not. He then bolts down and I can hear him making laps from the floor to my bed, barking and growling and yipping. Ooh, God. No. Yipping. That's a that's a very good that's too, adjective. Yeah, I liked that. That puts a real picture in my head. 
He then runs down the hall, jumps into my lap on the chair, and then sits there growling with his hair on edge for an hour and a half. An hour, an hour and a half. half? You just sat still? <laughs> that's so long. Maddie! Yeah, that's so that's long. That's so long. <laughs> I would not have dealt with that. I would have been like, get off me. <laughs> was it? Was the dog like inconsolable? Probably. That's what it sounds like. Because that would have been terrifying. Yeah, I feel like animals and like children see stuff that we all can't see. Children. Children. <laughs> For the next week, he literally never left me alone. I didn't even shower without him in the bathroom with me. I also never went in my room alone. I could just feel something in there watching me. Absolutely not. I hate that. One night, I just couldn't take it, and I had my mom sleep on the air mattress next to me. Mind you, I was 16. Classic. (laughs) I was sleeping on my stomach when I heard something that woke me up, and I was paralyzed. I couldn't move, breathe, speak, nothing. Could she see something in the corner, though? Because, like, I've seen the stories where, like, you have sleep paralysis. Yeah. And then you can still see, like, the shadowy figure or whatever, and you feel like it's controlling your sleep paralysis. I don't know. Okay, well, I'll have nightmares later. Stay tuned, everybody. (laughs) I started to panic, and behind me, I could hear my mom saying, it's okay, go back to sleep, over and over. What the? Now, right next to me was my sister's room, and in that moment, Roscoe jumps off my bed and runs into her room. I can hear her going, Mom? mom mom right when she yells again wait who's doing that her sister in the next room okay right when she yells again whatever was on me lifts so something was holding her lifts and all my force rolls and all my force rolls me into my mom's bed katie is screaming roscoe is freaking out i'm getting like actual chills right now. i have yeah i have goosebumps my sister saw a shadow at the front or at the foot of her bed that she thought was my mom when she went to tap tap it it went she went right through it so she tried to touch her she mom tried to then, touch to touch the figure at the end of her bed yeah and then her hand went through it Ugh. okay this happened at the same time i couldn't move my mom insists she was asleep the entire time and that she never said anything to anything to me at all we ended up moving a few days later and nothing was has happened since but i'm convinced something like that negative energy was there it must not have followed they moved they moved from that house a few days later <laughs> that's so convenient that is yeah and well, she said it didn't happen it didn't follow us out so, so it wasn't must, attached to them yeah it was just attached to the home that's terrifying i did not like that and then she ends with hope this helps lol i'm very glad I'm you're sorry. positive maddie because i am scared maddie you ended that story with an lol in all caps lol not just like an lol like an lol i was like scared of little children pulling me through beds and this is like a legitimately terrifying story yeah like an adult at the foot of your bed we started with the scarier ones do they get lighter (laughs) our other listener stories here yeah we got another one the title is spooky italian ghost story okay that this sounds lighter fun yeah this one's a full story, so I'm going to read the full thing. I wonder, I would love it if this was like a short film yeah. and that was the exact title and it's literally Spooky, just... Italian ghost story. Yeah. It's <laughs> literally just a ghost throwing around like full pasta. bowls of pasta. They're like, no moon, it's your eyes like <laughs> I love that song so much. That's amore. And then you're like, shut up, but you can't see where <laughs> yeah. it's coming from. And then all of a sudden like a bowl of spaghetti goes across your face. <laughs> Like, they're not throwing it at the people. It's, like, at walls. <laughs> they're not actually throwing it yeah. um, at the people. Uh, and 
<laughs> like, isn't that what you have to do to check if pasta is ready? You throw it at the wall. And then you just hear the ghost yell, it's ready. It's ready. <laughs> like Mario. <laughs> Here we go. So I just got to switch everybody. I got to. I got a joke for you because we're on it. And my roommate told me this the other day. Love it. What do you got? What is um, Mario's favorite pair of pants? Dang it. I feel like I've heard this joke. You, and my, you have. My brain is trying to recall it, but I can't. Yeah. Well, my original thought when she told me this was khakis, which is like <laughs> not right. It's not. But it's oh. denim, denim, denim. Oh, yeah, dang it. I should know that. I, I was like, I was like, overalls. How can I make overalls a mario thing i know i was like what does he wear yeah and for some reason i thought khakis which is like not even close <laughs> at all but anyways okay yeah, anyway so this is from another friend of the pod sarah she starts with hi anna and shelby loving this pod so much thanks for all the laughs that's so nice oh thank you you're welcome glad you're laughing with us diving into my story about spirits please note before this i was a non-believer sorry oh. in advance for how long this is thank you for apologizing <laughs> yeah to preface, in 2014, my grandpa took my dad's side of the family on a trip to Italy. Rich. Yeah, geez. There were 15 of us total, and with eight, with eight of us being grandkids slash cousins. We stayed in a gorgeous villa in Tuscany, basically, basically in the middle of nowhere. Brag. I know. Jesus. <laughs> All right, we get it. We You're get rich, it. and you can go to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> the first few nights, my cousin Katie and I slept on the couches in the living room. Night one, Katie was convinced she was hearing footsteps and other noises, but I told her to go to bed. It's probably one of our family members going to the bathroom or something. How much scarier would a foreign ghost be? Like they're trying to communicate with you, but it's a Wait, different they're like, language. They're, 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 they're talking I'm in just Italian. I'm like stuttering because I'd have no idea what they would have been saying. Yeah, I don't speak Italian, it's so I can't amore. say anything. No. <laughs> but like they're trying to like, even if it's a nice ghost, then they're trying to say something like super helpful. Yeah. And they're like, ciao, Bella. And you're just terrified. But yeah. But they're like, oh, hey, thanks for visiting my home. So glad you're like here. And you're like, ah! yeah, they're, like they're very nice. <laughs> yeah. But you have no <laughs> idea what they're saying. OK. Anyways. Yes. OK. So that was night one. Mm -hmm. So this happened the first two nights. And on the third night, Katie refused to sleep downstairs by ourselves. So mm -hmm. on night three, we slept on an air mattress upstairs in a little lounge slash loft area at the top of the steps. I don't remember anything out of the ordinary happening that night. Also, it was worth noting that every night we woke up at 3 a.m. on the dot. Witching hour. Yeah. I don't like that. Whenever I wake up in any time during the 3 a.m. Yeah. I, I again, will, blanket over my head. I will lay there and just not look around. Nope. Close my eyes. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Although well, they say that that's sometimes when like your spirit guides are trying to talk to you. It's not always scary stuff. Like, it's when, like, your spirit guides are trying to be like, oh, hey, like, I'm trying to communicate with you. But I only think about it as scary I stuff. So scary. you got to pick a different time, spirit guides, to talk to me. Yeah, cause maybe they're, like, throwing spaghetti at them. Three right to four. <laughs> three to four like, is a no-no. You forgot dinner! <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> okay, keep in okay. mind, I did study in Italy, and I'm <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just took this as a side effect of jet lag right that's a good idea yeah that's fair but katie was very spooked and by the third night of it happening i was a little freaked out too so night four is when things got kind of wild. so so up till this point they're just hearing footsteps right yes okay. yeah, and they're waking up at 3 a.m and they're wake. okay yeah so night four is when things got a kind of wild Ooh. this time my cousin christian and my sister elise slept in the loft with us again we all woke up at 3 a.m 
And the ghost is playing music and has a disco ball. It wants to party. <laughs> okay. But this time we heard a woman crying. No. Ooh, no. 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 Um, it sounded like it was coming from outside. But remember, we are in the middle of nowhere. Shortly after crying, we start to hear what sounds like a metal moving on the tile floors downstairs. It could be what? like a knife. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I mean, so, it makes me think of like... Oh, here she explains what it is. Oh, I'm she sure. thinks it is. Oh, okay. okay. Have her to go. me, it sounded like bar stools being moved around in the kitchen. Makes sense. Oh, okay. To yeah. Katie, it sounded like chains being dragged across the floor. You know what my first thought was, and it makes no sense? What? But I'm going to take you inside my brain for a Great. second. So they're in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Usually those like Tuscan villas are somehow surrounded by like some sort of farming or like a vineyard yeah, or yeah. whatever. So they have like farm- are you like a hoe? farming like tools. Yeah. So scraped. I thought of like a pitchfork or a hoe or yeah. something like that. A being scraped. Oh my gosh. Along the floor. And it's the like coming in. remind me of like, oh, that Christmas story. The chains. Oh, S- Scrooge? Yeah. The, whatever that was. I was going to say Scrooge McDuck. I was taking it right to the like <laughs> animated also, one. It was also like, that friend's name? <laughs> um, okay. Oh my gosh. I lost my sorry okay to be honest it didn't sound it did sound like that so it did sound like chains being dragged but i was trying to be optimistic the noise of the chains start and stop a few times over the course of about 30 minutes oh god i would go downstairs no i wouldn't i wouldn't have gone i'm an immediate i check i wouldn't i gotta check no i would not if i hear anything out here like in my living room i open that door no i'm i lock it so you know then i go to bed you know who's dying this girl because if not me in- because i am locking my door and i'm hiding probably in my closet if someone's know. in here i'll be like hey i'm up now we're together Hi. <laughs> what did you need <laughs> you need water i could get you water okay um after they stopped we hear footsteps coming up the stairs katie's parents were asleep in a room at the bottom of the stairs so i wasn't too scared yet mm. but by the time the footsteps reached the top nobody was there no i don't no. Suddenly, Katie lets out a blood-curdling scream and leaps off the floor and starts running down the hallway. I would be what? Katie. I would be Katie in this situation. Okay. I would run away. If you heard footsteps and then they just stopped? No, they stopped at the top of the stairs and no one is there. And we're, we would be at the top of the stairs. Oh, okay. I, I figured they were in like a room or something. No, they're at, in like that loft. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so they would have seen whoever would have been coming up the stairs. Yeah. Got it. And no one was there. Not even like a shadowy figure or anything? Of course, this wakes everyone in the house. Duh. Someone's screaming. (laughs) And everyone comes out of their rooms to see what is going on. My dad is the first one to wake up and literally catches Katie as she is running down the hallway. After everyone has kind of calmed down, we go back to sleep. But let's be real. I may have legally been an adult, but I was not about to sleep alone in the loft again. True. I'm like so aware of bothering other people that I would not scream. Oh, I don't know what I, I think I would scream. I'm just so I never want to be a bother, and so I'd always I'd be like, "Well, okay, I so guess. someone's murdering you, and you're like, oh, just be quiet.' Okay, I've actually thought about this. Okay. Like, if I if someone was in here and I did open the door, mm-hmm. and like someone was in the living room, if I could like get to that front door and mm-hmm. then run out, yeah, I've genuinely thought about if I would scream, and I I don't know if I would. I know that I should, yeah, but just because I'm like, remember to scream weirdly, fire oh hey that's a good yeah tip more people care about that because it affects them yeah that's a yeah stay alive everybody 
That's what I learned in Taekwondo, <laughs> which is really upsetting because I was like sixth grade. And they're oh. like, if you're ever getting hurt, use your Taekwondo skills, but also scream fire because if you just scream, people are just going to ignore you. Yeah. Which is sad. Hmm. But that is a good tip. I'll keep good that tip. in mind. Full okay. of them. Full Our, of tips. Okay. Nope. So that's weird. So dad, <laughs> so dad catches her. Yeah. So Sarah's dad catches her cousin, Katie. Okay. Oh, okay. Got it. So she was not allowed to sleep alone. Okay. Well, she didn't want to. Yeah. So naturally, I slept on the floor in my parents' room. When we woke up in the morning, Katie and I asked around to see if any other of our aunts had been crying the night before. They all said no, and Katie's mom said she heard it as well, along with what sounded like chains being dragged along the floor outside of her door. She said they would stop every time Katie's dad got out of bed to see what was going on. Okay, so someone was checking. So someone was pulling the U. Katie's dad. So... He, he was kept, checking overnight? He, like, was, was hear the chains, get up, look, and then... See nothing. It was, yeah, it would stop. Okay. Okay. On the fifth and last night, you were in a villa for five days Jeez, in Tuscany. You're complaining about a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wild happened, but none of us slept until the sun came up. As we were leaving, Katie and I asked the housekeeper, using Google Translate, of course, if the house had... This is the classic end to, like, a movie. I know. I, like, the last scene would be them asking the housekeeper, and yeah. the, the like, groundskeeper would be like, oh. No one's been here for 25 yeah. years. That, or, like, um, oh, yes, that person is buried in the basement. <laughs> and then you're like, what? And then it just, like, goes black. Or, like, the, the housekeeper isn't even there. Oh, yeah. They disappear in front like of their the Like the two girls who had the most experience see the housekeeper. And then the dad will be like, what are you guys doing? And they'll be like, we're talking, talking to the... To? And then they turn around and he's not no there anymore. No there. Ooh. And they're like, where'd he go? And then they look at each Trademark. other. Trademark. And then screen goes black. <laughs> I'll work with Sarah and her family to get this along. We'll be producers. Maybe we should start... We should, we should start producing. Are we screenwriters? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> okay. Anyways, okay. What happened? Okay, so they asked the housekeeper using Google Translate, of course, if the house mm-hmm. was haunted or if there were any spirits... She looked, she looked us, looked at us, I would assume Mm -hmm. she meant, and just started cackling. Um. No. While we didn't see any spirits, I am a true believer. That's how she, that's how the housekeeper left her. Just cackled at you in your face. I would stand there and have follow-up questions. "Mm, No, no. we're going to talk about, Google Translate, no, we're going to talk about this. (laughs) Don't stop laughing. (laughs) Stop laughing. I'm doing the thing of like showing my phone to that person who's, yeah. So you guys know what's happening. Okay. There were also other incidents that helped prove something weird was going on. But for the sake of the time, I left out those details. Just take my word for it. Thanks again for the great pod. Hope you enjoyed my spooky Italian story. I did. That was very, That was good. Yeah. These are like legit. I feel like I feel like mine's legit. But for some reason, these other ones feel scarier. Especially that first one. Maybe because you we're not act- like when you told your story you were like i wasn't scared i didn't feel these scared feelings whereas oh, these yeah. situations maddie and sarah both have expressed that they were scared do you hear the loudest garbage truck on the planet <laughs> in the alley <laughs> i don't know why they're here right now and this um, one's yeah like a short and sweet one this is our last one right this is our last one it's a very quick but i thought it was like nice all right let's do it um Sorry, I got to pull it up. Apologize. I um, am very excited that people are writing to us. Oh, yeah. I love this. Yes. If you guys have more, more engagement, yeah, it would be great. Come hang out with us. Okay, so this is from Yvonne. And this is quick. 
And we had asked if anyone had spooky encounters or whatever. And this is what she said. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this counts, but I had a dream my grandma died. Two weeks later, she passed away. Which, I'm so sorry for your loss. I already expressed that. Um, But she was like, it was so weird and nothing has happened like that since. That stuff is real. I've had that kind of stuff happen to me. Really? What happened? Well, there was one time where... um, so my grandmother on my mom's side, mm-hmm. super healthy. This woman walked like three miles a day, ate terrifically. Like there was nothing health-wise wrong with her. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we got a phone call one night and her, my grandmother and my mother talked every day. Like every mm-hmm. night they had like a call. Um, and so we got a call and I just heard my mom kind of like start crying yeah. like pretty loudly. And I, like, whipped my head at my brother, and I said, Grandma died. And there was no reason for me to for think to that, know that or yeah. know that. or And what had happened, unfortunately, is that she was on her walk, and she just, her heart gave out. Whoa. And she just fell on the side of the road, which is very sad. Yeah. Um, but, but it's just, like, there was no. that yeah. is crazy. Yeah. I haven't had those experiences, but I've had, like, deja vu oh yeah Have you had that mm-hmm. which always freaks me out that because makes me f- i oh, don't God. remember having this and then like and the one deja vu that i distinctly remember was like i was in third grade and i had this dream and i was in this classroom that i had never been in i saw all these children's faces they were older than i was and a teacher like i reckon you know in some dreams like th- their faces are blurry all my all faces are blurry in my dreams their faces were not blurry and we were having this specific conversation about a book that I had never read fast forward to eighth grade I am in that classroom we are having that specific conversation in that room with the same people and the same teacher and I was like I had to stop in the middle of it and be like I don't know what the heck is happening but I've like been here before yeah that happens to me a lot and it's like usually little moments. Yeah. That I'll be like, like oh, I've been here before. Happen? Yeah. It makes me feel like I'm on the right path. Well, that's nice. That's how I view it. Like someone was giving me a little hint of the future and then I got there. So well, I'm on the was right a path. boring hint. I'm pretty sure we were watching, reading like a dumb book. Oh, yeah. They've never, I've never had like crazy hints. It'll be like, like I've seen, I've seen this apartment before I lived in here. Wow. I saw my friend Justine and Megan's faces before I met them. It's so creepy creepy but cool like you know and i can't even say faces i should say i i met their vibes because my dreams don't have faces but like in my head i still know who those people are yeah most of the time my dreams don't have faces unless it's someone i know Mm. but that instant was when i had faces Mm. it was super weird we'll have to talk about dreams again at some point yeah but right now we're gonna go over and fade into our our beginning of episode five. Whoop, whoop. Get so, ready. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> You'll get welcomed again. For sure. <laughs> Remember a, a few episodes ago when we were talking about Chris Hemsworth and we were like Thor, end of his like movie career because we couldn't think of anything else? Yeah. I was looking at like scary movies Okay. the other day. He's in like that Cabin in the Woods movie. Mm. 
I don't know. It's a scary movie, so you wouldn't. Yeah, know I wouldn't about know. It. But I'm just saying, update on another movie that Chris oh, Hemsworth is in. For so he's in everyone who's curious. He's in three movies. Everyone who's curious. And well, he's in three and no, didn't Google it themselves. Yes, we were talking about it. He's in three plus whatever Thor is in movies. So probably like ten movies. Yeah, because all that Marvel yeah. stuff is like a lot. Speaking of movies, mm-hmm. well, first of all, welcome to episode five episode of the podcast. Five. Um, speaking of movies. Have you heard of the musical The Prom? Uh, no. It is a new musical that came out on Broadway. Th- mm. Don't remember, but recently. <laughs> okay. Recently it came out, and they are making it into a musical movie comedy right now. Is it just like a, your classic like high school prom story? So it is about this girl in, I believe, Indiana, and she wants to take her girlfriend to prom. Oh, okay. And that is not acceptable at that time. They would pick Indiana for that. Yeah. Um, so this is what it says on Google. To support a high school girl who wants to bring her girlfriend to the prom, a group of self-obsessed theater stars come to a small conservative town in conservative Indiana town. Yes. It's directed by Ryan Murphy. So we know it's going to be good. Oh, okay. Yeah, wait. What's the other stuff he's done? That name is familiar, but I can't think of a... Yeah, he's done Glee. He's done Scream Queens. He do- did all of American oh, like Horror Queens. Story. Oh, okay, cool, He's cool. like that guy. All right, He yeah. did Hollywood, all that good Following. stuff. Yeah. Okay. So... Do we have a cast? Yes. Okay. And it is an all-star cast. Oh, I'm excited. Some of these people I don't know, and I'm not going to say their names. Oh, okay, great. Just because I don't We're know We're only going to say the big names? Kevin Chamberlain. Do you know who that is? I need a refresher. Kevin Chamberlain is the butler in Jesse on disney channel <laughs> i was gonna i don't i have no clue who that <laughs> oh my god did okay. you ever watch that show we should put this on our instagram because that is a very specific man it is a very specific man um andrew Reynolds, i think is that Reynolds. he is um originally from the broadway cast of oh shoot book of mormon oh okay so he's like a real i've broadway listened to that but star. i've never Nicole Kidman. Does she sing? Apparently. Oh, wait, didn't she? She's married to a singer, isn't she? Yes, she's married to Keith a Urban, I singer, think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. James Corden. Okay. Also a Broadway person. Kerry Washington, didn't think was in Broadway. People have hot takes on James Corden and Ooh. if he should be in musicals. And I think yes. 100% yes. Okay, great. I'm on the yes train 100% yes. He's very musically gifted. Yes. Okay. Um, we're on the same page. Okay, we like that one. Carrie cool. Washington. Oh. Keegan Another Michael one Key. that I didn't know. I love him. Love him. Ariana Grande. Doi. Doi. Of co- I'm excited for that. Yeah. Bring in 13 the musical vibes back to 2020. Okay, yes. Aquafina. Ooh, cool. And there's a bunch of other people who I do not know. They're Ooh. probably up and coming stars. Who's playing like the girl and her girlfriend? Do you can you tell from the list? I think it's Joe Ellen Pellman and Ariana Dubois. Oh, so the so two people we don't know. So two people we don't know, but we'll know. Who's who's Ari and Aquafina playing? Uh, they don't say. But okay. Aquafina is Miss Sheldon. Okay, what so does she, that mean? I don't know. I've never seen the musical. She must be a teacher at yeah. the school or something. Okay. This is where it gets hot take, and you know how I feel about this woman. Oh no. Meryl Streep is in this. <laughs> I was gonna movie. say it with you, and then I decided not to. <laughs> Meryl Streep is in this movie. You have a you have a lot of hot takes on Meryl Streep and musicals. I'm gonna start this because I know I'm gonna get hate for it. Anna and I have gotten in debates about. I'll bring up the next person that you don't think, but we'll talk Are about we Meryl say it first. together. Should, no, because we're gonna talk about Meryl first, and then we'll bring him. Okay, up. Okay, okay. I want to start 
I love Meryl Streep. She is a very talented actress. She is hilarious. Incredible. She's a great person. I don't know her personally, but I think she's a great person. She's probably great. I do not think this woman can sing. And I think we need to stop putting her in musicals. That is such an intense (laughs) take on somebody. I don't think we need to stop doing it. Because she obviously feels some sort of passion for it. She's been in multiple now. Yeah. Mama Mia. Mama Mia. Mama Mia too. I'm sorry. Mama Mia. Trademark. TM. We just talked about that idea. Um... Mama and Mia then into too. the woods. Uh, into the woods. I know you don't like that one. I like that. Mo- I like that musical. I think it's because she's in it. So if she wasn't in it, you'd probably like it. I probably like it. Okay, I like it. Um, and what else? Oh, she was in that like Florence movie, Florence Jones but movie. You're supposed to be a bad singer in that, which I thought you were perfect. So Anna, yeah, Anna was like prime cast, and I never it. saw it, but I was like, I don't need to see it. I already love it. She was casted appropriately. You should though. It's genuinely good. I bet it. It's I bet very, it is. It's very good movie. Um, I just. Again, I think she's great as an actress and like, but uh, she pisses me off when she sings. Wow. Lots of strong emotions. Hurts me. (laughs) Before we go on to the next person, you know who I think of when you say like Meryl Streep in a musical? Okay. I think of when we went and saw Cats and that old lady. That's, is that Dame Judi Dench? It was Dame Judi Dench. Judi Dench. Judi Dench. I can never say it correctly. Which is interesting because in the original Broadway, that... her character is played by a man i mean as if you care because they're cats aka all shakespeare yeah but yeah she wasn't good in that either that okay before we go on to our next musical artist who you think shouldn't be a musical artist we gotta talk about cats because that's one of my favorite movies that we have ever seen together in a theater oh it was prime we went like right after work So there was like nobody in the theater, but like no. three other groups who obviously felt on. I can't tell you why, but they felt like theater kids too. Hundred like, percent. And I looked at Shelby and I said, "We need to make sure that all of us are on the same page while we're watching this. I want to hear these. This is the one time I want to hear other people's comments during this movie, and it is this movie. And so you and I decided to laugh. We started to laugh out loud and start cheering yes. when like the screen started. Everyone else started clapping. Again, it's probably like eight other people in the theater. Yeah. And so we're like, great. We're all Except on the same. Except for the three people behind us. There was three people in the theater. That I think the thought this would be a good movie. And I don't were, think they knew what Cats was. They did not join us in any of the laughing or the cheering that happened throughout this yeah. movie. And I... And we, I think we had different experiences on this because I laughed when other people were joking. I didn't laugh at all at the movie. What? What are you saying? Like people would like laugh and joke in the audience and make comments. And I would laugh at their comments rather than like laughing at the movie. You didn't laugh at Ronnie Nose J. J. Hud. That made that was cringe to me. I was I was laughing because I'm uncomfortable that was at the movie though oh but it was cringy laughter or you didn't laugh when um fat amy aka rebel wilson was dancing around in that room no and her didn't. cgi i did stuff not was find that funny bonkers she ate a human or shaped in. as a cockroach i did not find that funny <laughs> or when that's scarring rum tum tugger aka Jason Derulo. But we were laughing because we had jokes <laughs> about it. In. I was laughing at our jokes. <laughs> That's fair. Over than the movie. I was laughing at uh, the Jason Derulo thing. Yeah. Because he didn't. Honestly, he was like, whatever. Or you didn't laugh at. Remember the very last scene when they were all mouthing each other's lines? Yeah. As they were. Okay. That was funny. Some man next to Dame Judi Dench. Yeah. Was 
it was her solo mm-hmm. and she was singing it he was obviously lip syncing next to her they looked like they were about to get it on as well uh, everyone, like, we were like are they gonna kiss every time someone went to hug her you know how cats like nuzzle they were doing that but i was like if they start making out i'm done i'm leaving there was tension though because everyone in the theater we were all like they're about to kiss are we about to kiss right now <laughs> and we were like i get it if they did but then they just kept weirdly nuzzling so their mouths would get like close while together, they kept and then we'd be lip syncing like, the same song yeah and we're like we don't know what's happening right now that was one of my oh that musical favorite experience i would definitely watch it again though absolutely i would have to be a few drinks in though we went sober and people on purpose, on purpose <laughs> and everyone is still shocked about that <laughs> we did. yeah because they're like well, how did you watch it and we were like 100 percent sober directly after work yes i drove us to the theater we got popcorn and um drinks and like mm-hmm. drinks being soda yeah and yes. like that was that was our it was event great. i did a love it Man, it was a very fun time i love musicals so much <sighs> I love music. They just mean so much to me. Hairspray was one of my first ones that I like really, really fell in love mm-hmm. with. Well, I can't say that because I grew up on like uh, Sound of Music, Grease. Yeah. yeah. But the first one that was like was a new musical that I could like go see in a theater was Hairspray. Um, and mine I went was Wicked. I went and saw that. Oh, I mean like in a movie theater. Oh, what I'm talking about. we're talking about musical theater movies, not well, we can musical talk, theater. To me, we can talk about either one. Okay. But I was specifically talking about a movie, movie theater. theater. And I saw that five times by myself. And I could not drive As at this point. So I would tell my parents, yo, uh, drive me to the movie theater. Drop this Leave girl me off. here. I'll be here from three <laughs> to five and then five to however long yeah, that movie was. And so you saw it back to back. There was also a time where they were going to see a different movie. And I was like, is Hairspray playing at the same time? And they were like, actually, yeah. And I was like, go right. to see Hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> you guys go see that. I'll go see Hairspray. That is such a good. That yeah, is a good. I really enjoyed that one. Um. But another one of my recent favorites is Greatest Showman, and it has one of your another one of your favorite characters, who we get in genuine fights because I love this man. I like him too so much. I like him too, and I think that he should be singing. I do not. His name is Hugh Jackman. Jackman. And your take on this makes me so upset. I just don't think he can sing again. I think he's a Meryl Streep. I'm over here gagging because that is not true. Have you seen the YouTube video of him singing from now on? Although there's lots of drama about that. No, I haven't. It's so impressive. But have you seen also, him man- on, bringing it back to James Corden, him on cross- Broadway Crosswalk or Crosswalk Broadway, and he kept calling him Huge Jackman. And he like, That has nothing to do with Hugh Jackman's singing But career. he had to sing live on the crosswalk, and I was like, oh. Hugh Jackman like does Broadway and crap. Is, I don't care. I'm sure Meryl Streep did too. Like, Oh, yeah, I know nothing about her background on, on Broadway. I don't either, but I know Hugh Jackman was yeah. on Broadway, and I don't get he, it. Like, yeah, you have a hot take. I don't this get this it. man is a quadruple threat. We got singing, acting, dancing, Wolverine, because that is a category in my head. <laughs> I was like, what's the last one? <laughs> um, because He's got pointy fingers. <laughs> yeah, I love Hugh Jackman. So I really much. like him as a human being mm-hmm. and as an actor, but when you put him side by side, to Zach Efron, who, who did not sing in the first High School Musical, we don't need. To I don't talk think about he's that. the greatest either. I don't either, but I think he's. Better I would say than Hugh Jackman. Ooh, I would say their singing is on par to each other. Okay. Because I don't did think Zendaya sing in it. 
Zendaya movies. is on her own level in terms of if we're going singing talent, Zendaya is like. Did she sing on that? I can't yeah. remember. I really can't recall. Yeah, they sing the where her and Zac Efron spin yeah. around on a rope. Zendaya like is a trip of quadruple threat too: singing, dancing, oh. acting. Shake it up, Chicago. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um she is incredible she's another great one she is a good one huge fan of I will her never sponsor us Zendaya. yeah because <laughs> she's probably like hella rich by now <laughs> she's just gonna pay for our podcast <laughs> sure i mean we've already got the whole setup yeah so just pay up can us. we just like live in her guest house sure what if we could Thanks record from zendaya's guest house <laughs> she is so cool she said she i've seen her where she's just like yeah i hang out at home all the time yeah so we could live so, in a guest house and just hang so out with Zendaya. We hang out at home all the time. AKA everyone should right now. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. So we're all at home just chilling. But yeah. her her versatility is really impressive. Because mm-hmm. how she, uh, what's, is it Euphoria? Yeah, I Euphoria. Would, I always want to call she it. She just want. she's like the youngest yeah. um, female lead to win an Emmy. I believe yes, so, yes. an Emmy. I always want to call it Euphoric. And I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. But it's a very good show and I so watched, she did that yeah, from like disney it. and then like musicals yeah like what is and she rage? seems like a good person she does seem really cool she uh. gives up cool vibes we will we're on the same page for her yeah and we'll it's forever just, be yeah it's meryl well i don't really have i don't really have a hot take or a thought about meryl either way i respect that one but i strongly disagree with hugh jackman and i respect that did yeah. you watch les mis the movie yeah, I just didn't like that movie in general, though. But I didn't think he was good in that. <laughs> he was good in the acting portion of it. I didn't think it. a lot of people were good about in that movie. Yeah, it was a um, weird Anne Hathaway, take though? on Anne Hathaway being in that. Okay. <laughs> I think she did a good job. I thought she, she did a do. great job. Yeah. What a weird selection. Yeah. Out of everyone, Anne Hathaway. I mean, she killed it, so. Didn't she win an award for that, too? I think she did. She should have. She did a great job. If she didn't, but... I mean it. But that, I liked that cast because it was more Broadway, like real life Broadway people. I don't care. I mean, Hairspray is another one. You know, a lot of them were not Broadway stars mm-hmm. on it besides. Yeah, the main actor in that one, they found her at like a Cold Stone. Yeah. So like, I'm. Shout cool. out to Cold Stone. Would also love to be sponsored yeah. by Cold Stone. <laughs> love Cold Stone. Um, but I'm, I really, as a really big Broadway fan huge broadway fan i want to see these m- musical movies with actual broadway stars oh i don't care to see someone who's what like, if they're not interested in the film though they just want to be on stage so what if that's like act- the i'm sure there's other people who want to be in it like james corden was on broadway i know he but i'm saying what if not not all broadway actors the girl from be- emily in paris phil, Con- What's, oh, phil collins daughter emily no, no, no. That's not the, the main show. character. Her oh. friend that she meets. Oof. That she meets and she is, her dad is the Chinese zipper CEO. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about this show for a second? Well, because... she was on Broadway. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah. She was in the original cast of Mean Girls. Oh, cool. So she's real. She's real. She's real. <laughs> okay. She's a real person. Glad we're giving her that. <laughs> I wonder if Phil Collins' daughter, Lily Collins, is mm-hmm. her real name. Yes. She can sing. But that show... Mm. we also we're gonna this this is is a a tense episode this episode should be called anna and shelby fighting yeah because this (laughs) this is genuinely how we fight very calmly i was gonna say yeah not very calmly (laughs) 
or when we used to be in the office i remember sometimes we would randomly talk about musicals and i would just be like just don't bring up hugh jackman just don't i have to just don't bring him up um anyways i emily in paris to me was good bad because i recognize it it's a bad show i thought it was bad bad i know i can you elaborate on that for me yeah why do you think it was bad bad yeah i think um i think they kept me wanting to watch it and understand like i didn't get i didn't understand the plot so i had to keep watching it to find the plot and then it ended (laughs) immediately ended and i was like i don't understand the plot of this tv show Mm -hmm. first of all thought it was a movie oh originally i knew it was a show and so then i started and i was like why is there more than one this is very long realized it was a show so that's on me but i think my thing about it is i and literally even me saying this sentence is not enough of the passion that i feel for paris okay Okay. i love paris so much okay it is insane i would do anything to go back there i have researched jobs that i could have in paris Uh, how i can live over there is like teaching in english or whatever Mm -hmm. an option in paris i literally have such a like soul connection to that city that's how i feel about barcelona i don't feel about that about paris yeah so when i watched that show i was like look at the cafes look at the streets look at this fashion look at the louvre yeah like i think i was more attached to the city itself than necessarily the plot or characters of the show yeah except for that chef was very good looking Gabriel. i would love to find myself move over there and find myself a parisian chef but he and then emily or well it's emily right but like yeah. lily collins her her character emily just like made people from chicago specifically look dumb i was upset (laughs) she said she she said absolutely the worst thing you could say as a quote-unquote chicagoan oh no what'd she say they i don't don't remember it but there's drama on instagram about it (gasps) have you heard this no do you want to try to find it oh i can find it okay so she said um they talked about how i don't remember who the character was she was talking to while they were looking up they were saying like oh the last time we were in chicago we had this pizza and it was like chewy and gross like describing it like awful right and she goes oh you're talking about lou malnati's lou malnati's is my number one if i was gonna pick between like the big guys yes and so yes so i do not recall that which also is tell me lou malnati's like did something about it yes oh my gosh that's amazing this is what they post <laughs> emily in paris thinks lose sucks we disagree try it for yourself hate it question mark hashtag move to paris oh wow there's another one. Wow, they're really going at it because i everybody wants to be wendy's but this is this is what they said and i agree with them because i think them saying on netflix where people all over the world can watch about a small business being bad is rude it's a fairly small like i mean it's now globe like not global but like it's still a smaller business like you have a what are those called oh franchise franchise it's like a franchise so like people are running it okay so this is what they said we've been serving chicago's favorite deep dish since 1971 when Netflix Emily in Paris writers chose to take a shot at a Chicagoan at Chicagoans, they and should our have pizza, taken a shot at Giordano's and our pizza to to get a laugh. It felt heartless and not humorous in the midst of COVID nineteen. Mark Melnati said that. 
Thank you to all our fans who have shown so much love and support. Say merci for keeping us hashtag Chicago strong. We're giving you $5 off Taste of Chicago shipped four or six pizza pack. So that's fun. Oh but my God. <laughs> I think that was like a very like, uh, yeah. Oh Pe- man. There's I... struggling businesses right now. And now you're taking like a jab at them. You could have made up a random pizza place. I don't remember the lose comment. Wow. Yeah. Talk about beef. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a bummer. I thought you were going to be like, the thing that made me like kind of laugh and cringe at the same time was that she was literally out there for like, okay, so she has like a boyfriend who's in Mm -hmm. Chicago. Yeah. She's out there for like not even a week. No. And this man was breaking down on the phone being like, I haven't seen you. I don't know what we're talking about. I don't know how this is going to work. And he's like losing his mind. And they were like basically about to be engaged. Yeah. Like they were in that kind of relationship. And he was just like, can't do it. And I was like, all right, well, this is, I think it's because they wanted to stop showing Chicago. They wanted to get like Chicago out of there. Yeah. So they were like, we got to break ties with anything. Yeah. And then they show it in another clip and they're like, look at this Chicago bar. And it's like, it's just clearly a bar that they put like Cubs flags in. And it wasn't like in Chicago. They filmed on Wacker Drive for like a day and to make sure to get all the shots. They're like off to Paris. (laughs) And then they're like, bye. But Um, yeah, I also just didn't like Emily. Besides that Lou Malnati's comment, she just felt like if you're going to move there for a job, I understood that was very last minute in the scenario, mm-hmm. but like you would make an effort to learn the language on your way there and like be respectful to the culture. And she just did not seem to care. Yeah. That part was unfortunate that she didn't even learn like keywords yeah. that would have been helpful. To yeah. Her. Or like, had, like she, there's a scene where she's like ordering. French would be hard to just like straight up learn. Oh yeah. There's a scene where she's like ordering a croissant and the woman is like trying to teach her how to say it and she's just like blatantly like is like thanks bye well that part made me annoyed because that um like just uh oh what am i trying to say kept up the stereotype that parisians are rude because the way that that lady did it was kind of rude mm-hmm. and when i was there no, I, had, I did not experience I had, that I mean, yeah i didn't have any even bad. well i was also the person who did learn keywords and used them so yes. i think they took that as me like trying yeah so i can only imagine if i would have been in there as like an american being like hello give me a croissant yeah That's like and i like, don't shook. i try to take french in high school really bad at it but when mm-hmm. i went to france like that. when i went to paris the first time i went with uh, my friend who is really good at other languages like he oh. learns a lot he probably has like six under his wing right now Jeez. so like he was speaking for us oh okay. so it's just like you gotta come prepared somehow yeah because you're I, gonna look like a idiot i had a friend who had lived and worked there for i think a couple years mm-hmm. um and i asked him like what's like some etiquette that i should like just yeah. keep in, in my brain and he was like make sure to say hello in french mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say it because i don't know bonjour like how everyone says it or whatever yeah okay um, i didn't know why you wouldn't say it it felt like i was gonna <laughs> go into beauty and the beast mode bonjour. when i was gonna say it before and i was like oh, i'm not gonna say this there goes the but he was like with his make sure to say hello because people treat coming into their shop or their restaurant as almost coming into their home so if you come in and you say nothing it yeah. feels rude yeah and so you you should no matter what just come in and like say bonjour yeah to like whoever you're doing and then i learned like where's the restroom or like various other yeah you phrases. can learn that stuff i just she just made me mad because like i had studied abroad before and like i probably was an emily at one point mm-hmm. in my life yeah but I, like the effort that it makes to like sit down or like say hello to someone and ask them to teach you says so much about your character and like openly say like i don't know mm-hmm. like can you help me like that's more respectful than just being like 
ignorant. And so I just like was cringed watching her be oh. dumb. Yeah, I mean that was pretty I knew it was gonna be bad, so I wasn't expecting anything more was from this the show. Like a book? I don't know. We'd have to look it up. Okay, because when this came like the trailer came out, everyone on my like feed was like, Emily in Paris is coming and I was like, How do we know this? It seems I've never like a book, heard though. about it. Um I would love to discuss the small apartment that they gave her that she had to live in. Oh, that God. had like its own kitchen room, its own living room, a oh, private a bedroom, series. a bathroom. Like when realistically, if you go to like top floors, what were servants' quarters, mm-hmm. apartments, which is what what they claim she's living in, it's like tops. There would be two rooms, and one of them is a bathroom. Otherwise, yeah. you have like a small, small kitchen. Your bed is somewhere in the room, straight next to your sofa or whatever you yeah. want to lounge in besides your bed. Like, they're not these large apartments. I mean, Gabriel, Gabriel, Gabriel? His apartment was renovated. Huge. And it was insane. When we saw that, like, reveal at the end when he was moving. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. I hope I have convinced you not to watch it. Um, I was like, whoa, homeboy renovated this apartment. I know, his kitchen was dope. It was amazing. But he was a chef, so, like, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, or if it was like that, I get like why he chose that apartment. Yes. That's what I yes. Mean. Because you're like, yeah. And then hers looked like every French, like. Yeah. Hers was like whatever. kitchen. And then, of course, yeah. she becomes like famous on Instagram immediately, like oh two weeks God. after she goes to she Paris. She just pisses me off. I was like, what is even happening with this show right now? A lot of this is like really fantastical. But here's the well, thing. Well, every other episode, she met a new guy. I, yeah, I, I was hoping you'd bring that up. And I'm like, that is not real life. Also, if you were an American, like living alone in a foreign city. I would never have somebody you, back to my apartment. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. That is taken like straight out of that movie taken oh my gosh okay. yes also the fact that she literally can't remember she lives on the sixth floor and accidentally on several occasions goes to the fifth. goes to gabrielle's door uh, so that she can and she's like oh sorry i live on the sixth floor and i was like why can't you i'm count? getting irked like what is happening and they had to like make sure to like explain that to us in the beginning so they had the realtor be like oh yeah in paris the ground floor is ground and then it's one yes so it's not just one this two. is all over like, europe the like, only people who don't do on? this is probably americans yeah also i would not forget where i live in a foreign country yeah like that would not be confusing. she made a lot of mistakes it was weird that she shouldn't have both like friendship wise and like career wise however did we watch and finish the whole series yeah absolutely <laughs> i and i'm gonna watch the next one i'm I, gonna watch season i don't two. know if i will i will i know it but i i again might be watching it just to get my paris fix that's true honestly i also hope they adjust her fashion it was because it was rough some of it was just not even i don't i don't want to call it fashion what she was doing some were beautiful and made sense that yellow dress she wore with the black belt i'm like yes serving looks yes and then they have her wearing a bucket hat okay so many hats they gotta calm down on the hats they're like that's what french people do i'm like and she doesn't look good in them i'm sorry lily but like you're You're a gorgeous person beautiful hats no hats are not for you that took me a long time to realize myself but someone's got to tell you yeah i got a big noggin and it's me aren't working out you can't rock a hat phil collins daughter or at least not the types of hat. It was like a newsboy cap and like bucket hats that yeah. they were like putting her in. And that one outfit that had like multiple colors of pastel houndstooth at different oh. scales. 
I almost had to fast forward through that scene. I was like, I'm, I don't even need to know what's happening right now. Your outfit distracts from everything. And I am not a fashionable person in any way. <laughs> I am. I I knew you can't do that. It was rough. I wear Crocs still. Yeah. And those are coming back. But I've been wearing them. That's just showing you how unfashionable I am. <laughs> and I know you don't mix multiple houndstooth pastel patterns. I was going to order a pair of Crocs later. But that's a later conversation. Also, homegirl moves to Paris and just has like a $4,000 Gucci coat. Mm. I'm sorry. These people in Paris don't even like you. So I know they're not letting you borrow this coat from wherever you're going. Working, Especially because everyone hates you. Yeah. Everyone hates her. And I get it. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame them that much. No. She came in with no thought to the cu- culture that she was moving into. No thought. <sighs> we would like to speak to the producers of that show here i'll audition again <laughs> from merci. the last episode merci beaucoup <laughs> oh okay uh, was that oh. je m'appelle anna je ne sais pas i know some things oh, I, I was gonna say in. you don't even have to do that to be in the show because they weren't worried about it oh no they didn't care <laughs> you at could all just be, you could at just all whatever. apparently you could just be like i love french and i love fashion and marketing a little bit because I think that's what she did. And I have a uh, Instagram. Yeah, I know how Instagram works. And they'd be like, "All right, this girl's close to having all the qualities we need." <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like, "What?" Oh She'd god. Get a call. You'd get a call back at least. Oh, at least. And they'd, they'd be like, like, and then they have to do like a little bit, like a funny bit where they acknowledge that it is no longer Lily Collins playing Emily. They'll be like, "Wow, summer's changed you," because it's me now. <laughs> Because they always do that. Have you been going on or looking for auditions at all during these COVID times? Um, no. No. Okay. I didn't know if like Second City was doing anything. No, but uh, what a perfect timing. Oh. I finally got my, what is it called? My certification that I have gone through all of Second City last night right before I went to bed at 10. So now you can like be in the big shows, right? Isn't that what that gets you? I have to um, do conservatory. Oh, okay. Which I am waiting right now to do that in person. Yeah. Just because I did one class of improv on. Oh, fun fact, everyone. I do improv. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we've said, said that, but, City, um, but I did yeah. one le- level on virtually and it was just hard. Timing is so hard, like on Zoom. Yeah, because you have to wait for somebody else to be done and you can't like feel it in person yeah. and have like a true conversation. Yeah, if you've ever had a Zoom meeting for work, you AKA understand. all of us at this point. You understand how hard it is to just have a conversation mm-hmm. and then on top of it to be funny. Mm-hmm. It's just like, and then you're li- like a lot of humor does come in like action, you know, like Absolutely. doing things with your body and like you can see each other's heads and that's it. Mm-hmm. it's like human very interaction awkward. in general is like 85 eye contact body, body movement the eye contact i i have a improv group as well i call rage prov and we won uh second city does this like competition called pillow talk no not pillow talk Ooh. pillow fight pillow oh my fight. gosh where you like compete against other groups and then you get voted into a next week and then you do it again and we won it which was really exciting but part of that is that you're on stage and you're making contact with eye contact with people being like, I need help. Or like you and I, we're going to go up next. And like, you can't do that on Zoom. Yeah, you'd have you to like, can't be like chat them off to the side. Wink, and be like, wink, nudge, Michaela, nudge. We're going next. Yeah. Carl, we're on. Yeah. No, you can't do that. It's so it's hard. So I did audition for like one like web series. And then they were like, 
it was clearly done by um, college students because or like young people because when they had to tell me that they're no longer doing it mm-hmm. and like switching what they were going to do instead they okay. were like very like we appreciated your audition you were so good you like were validating so you before. yeah which like <laughs> that would never happen if it was like an like an older person yeah they'd be like you didn't get you it. didn't get it but it was very nice i appreciate it and they were just like we're not yeah. doing it right now and i was like that makes sense okay great it's covid yeah but that was the only thing i auditioned for if COVID. you ever became like a big i mean i, I could say when because i know that i think that's something you're interested in because mm-hmm. i'm going to manifest that with you for thank you thank you when you become rich big. and famous no it's mostly just famous i don't care about the rich part oh i was hoping you'd maybe get a little rich well, I think that comes so that with I the could, job. Like, benefit a little I think bit that of being your friend. With the job. Will you still do this podcast with me? Yeah. <laughs> I'll just okay. be like, uh, pencil me in with Shelby. I have to get. Then it's me. Like, I don't know if everyone can hear this, but Mike's everything's on a cart. <laughs> yeah, we're on a cart, and I'm like breaking my back, sitting really. Close and I have to, to like, it's like Notting Hill style, where I have to like come to your hotel, and you're under like a fake name, and I have to like roll in with my podcast cart equipment, and they're yeah. like, Shelby, you can be here from 11:45 to 12:32, um, because then Anna has to get over to more interviews, <laughs> and I'll be like, oh my gosh, all right. you're making it sound like I'm like actively doing this. I have I. I'm That's manifesting I, it in my head and not really doing anything about it. That's why it. I asked about auditions because I was like, oh, how much time do I have before? <laughs> yeah, only one. And then they were very nice telling me that they're doing something else. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not pretty great. Yeah. Or I could become, I feel like I would be a good manager. Oh, okay. That'd be cool. I feel like I could like manage your time. Yeah. Like I'd be the person being like, all right, so-and-so, you got 23 minutes with this person. All right. Who's out then there listening to us? Anyone? All right. Well, we're looking for p- acting and manager positions. Thank I would you. be scheduling your time with Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Nick, um, you only have twenty-seven minutes with Anna, right now, and then we need to move on. So get your time in. Here you go. I'll shut the door, and then it's just me like standing outside the door waiting to open it again. And then you're like five minutes, and I'm like, thank you, five. <laughs> <laughs> we're just like hanging out. <laughs> I think I just have that in my head because I watched Notting Hill very recently. Oh. Which I forgot how much I like that movie. I watched it for the first time maybe like a few months ago. Hmm. I hadn't seen it. Ever before that? Ever before that. Oh, okay. It was good though. I like it. That's what I, what I just said. Yeah. I like it way more than I thought I did. Because I remember thinking like, eh. But I watched it again and it's pretty Spark solid. Spark my memory. What? I know who's in it, but what is it about again? So it's like Julia Roberts essentially playing herself, but yes. under, a na- under the name like Anna Scott, I think. Okay. And so she's like a famous American actor and she comes over and she's, um, oh, dang it. Hugh Grant. I yes. wanted to say Hugh Jackman again. I was yeah. like, that's not Wolverine. <laughs> um, Hugh Grant is owns, okay, this is another plot in a movie that we yeah. have to talk about. Homeboy owns just like a travel bookshop casually on some like random side street. Yeah. In Notting Hill. And has a and, huge apartment. Well, he does have a roommate, but it is a huge apartment. Yeah. And I'm just like, how many? And it's travel books exclusively. There are no other books. Yes. Like, you can't go in there and get Twilight. Okay? Bringing it back <laughs> to Twilight. Um, you're going in there if you're traveling to Istanbul. Yeah. Other Turkey locations. Which, it's a pretty big shop. That's a lot of books. Yeah. Yes. He has a lot of books. So... I think that that's a, I don't understand that just logistically. Yeah. It's like living in London. Mm-hmm. And I think Notting Hill is like a really ritzy, nice area. It looked like it. Yeah. So like, 
I want to I want to see the books on how many books he's selling. And why did she want to go into that bookstore? I mean, that was, I mean, that quinky dink. Because hmm. who knows why? I, mean, I think she's just trying to stay out of the limelight. So she's, she's like, like run into this bookstore. This bookstore isn't doing anything. So then she comes, they meet. And they like fall in love, right? But it's like a more realistic timeline. So like they have like a little thing and then almost like a year a year goes by and they do it in a really interesting kind of typical movie way where he's like walking through a market and then you see the different seasons happen. Yeah. Um, which I think they did very well. I applaud that scene because not everybody can do that like well. Is this the movie where she's like, I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking for him to love me is that absolutely. it absolutely you mean one of the like main lines that come out of that movie yes yes it is okay i was like if i'm making this up or it's like no that's really it. from a different movie i'm gonna be embarrassed that's like oh, my heart dropped when she delivered that really? line <laughs> yeah Did i wasn't crying, crying. Oh. no i wasn't crying but i was just like oh. are the, you a like, crier when you watch movies i have gotten that way now that i've gotten older okay but i was not before i was like stone cold but now, me like, too, me too. anything, I shouldn't say anything. Most things can usually make me tear up a little bit. It's very I, rare. It's very rare to have a movie make me cry. You know what movies make me do it the most? What? Animated movies. Mm. Lost my mind at Coco. Inside Out? That oh, I tear, a, up at, I tear up at yeah, that movie, that but I don't good. cry as hard as Coco. And then I have cried at all three How to Train Your Dragons. I think I've seen only one of those movies, if that. Those are one of, that is one of my favorite animated series. Each one is good. Yeah, I mean. The story is. I believe you. So good. Toothless. I would love to have a little mini Toothless. They were selling them at Build-A-Bear for a while. Should have done it. Should have. I should have done it. Should have, would have, could have. And then I should have tried to make like a dragon noise. But it's just me recording oh. it. Oh. <laughs> so I'm just like. Nah! <laughs> That's like. So my dragon are open. I'm pretty sure someone just looked. Oh, did someone just. Oh, okay. Well, Whatever. They heard my dragon noise, which wasn't even a good one. But I think it would be funny to hear like a me dragon noise coming out of a yeah. toothless. I'm trying to like even remember the last movie I cried at. And I can't. I I can actually. Oh, okay. It's a weird one. Uh-oh. Was it's it Drop Dead Red? No. <laughs> it's from a very long time ago. Ramona and Beezus with Selena Gomez and Jody Jody King. Judy King? Jody King? I don't know. I don't know this movie. Whoever was the girl in the act. Oh, Joey King. Joey King. Jody. Joey, <laughs> Joey King. Like, Ramona and Beezus was like a book. And they made a live action movie of it. And I was like probably in fifth or sixth grade or something. And I was just having a rough day and I was watching it. And her cat died. And I just lost it. Oh. So it was the animal death that got you. Yeah. But... I went and saw Marley and Me in theaters, and I didn't even. I refuse to see sad dog movies. Didn't even weep. I refuse to see them. I don't. I don't want to watch a movie to be sad. I want a movie to take. Me I'm also places. like, it's a movie. Like it's not real. But we've already talked about how I experience movies probably more intensely. Yeah. Than a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> because I forget them. So like when I am watching a movie, I am like in that movie. Yeah. I'm not good at. I'm like, this is an hour and a half and it'll be done and over. I don't need to cry over it. Yeah. I think because I like the escape so much, my brain doesn't do that. Mm. I like the escape of movies. Yeah. So I'm not a big movie crier. Hmm. I wasn't until very recently. So that would make sense. Yeah, I don't remember the last time. Besides Ramona and Beezus. 
Just a random movie. I don't cry a lot in general. Me neither. I cry when I'm mad, which is like the worst way to cry. Oh yeah, if I'm like frustrated, because it's will like start I'm not up. sad. I'm not sad. I am mad, and I look in my head. I look weak because I'm crying, and crying usually tends to mean sadness. When, absolutely when same. in reality i am mad yeah so i'll i vocalize that a thousand times whenever i'm crying then like I'm if like, i'm crying I'm to somebody yeah i'll be like I, this is not i am not sad right now i am upset yes. and i will like vocalize yes. that to this person yes like a, i just whatever whoever i'm, I'm so to. frustrated i can't control my emotions yes yeah all right so you know what everybody go have a good cry because it's honestly good for you it is it's a nice like release yeah go have a good cry and then listen to like one of our other episodes to get a laugh in. Yeah, don't. Yeah, this one's a little tense. You know, Shelby and I fought the entire time. We're gonna fight after this too. So, <laughs> hands up, <laughs> fisticuffs. <laughs> but um, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at Acting Normal Pod. And if you have any suggestions of what we want to talk about or any facts that we didn't cover email us at actingnormalpod at gmail.com mm-hmm. if we got anything wrong we'll do a little correction section we'll do yeah <laughs> correction section <laughs> um but that's it sounds good thanks guys bye